Welcome to Local SEO Today. On this podcast, John Fong interviews business professionals and entrepreneurs in many fields to uncover challenges and successes in business ownership. Our goal is to provide you with insights into the entrepreneurship journey and give you tips and advice from real experience. Brought to you by Local SEO Search based in Toronto, Canada. My guest for this episode is Mazen Alul, the founder and CEO of WebQuest DMCC, a digital agency based out in Dubai. They specialize in SEO in English and Arabic and have worked with hundreds of clients around the world. Thanks for joining me today here, Mazen. Thanks, John. It's a pleasure. So I'm excited to hear about your journey, especially you living out in Dubai. How did you get into this industry at first? Like, is it very popular industry out in uh, United Emirates? I think it started to pick up. Uh, the whole digital space started to pick up a few years ago. Um, but the reason I got into SEO in the first place is um, I've been on an on, on entrepreneur for some time. So I've been out here in Dubai for over 18 years. I just had finished my undergrad in the US. So I, I finished from Western uh, Western Michigan University in a town called Kalamazoo and moved out to Dubai in 2002. Um, been on my own since 2005. Um, my last venture was I was part of a partnership, a communications agency um, where the partners, we decided to dissolve uh, the company, not because it wasn't doing good. It was actually doing really well, but the main founder and CEO wanted to move back to the U.S., but it was through there that I got exposed to, to the digital marketing space and SEO in specific. And SEO appealed to me more than anything else. So in 2014, uh, that's when I decided to venture out on my own. You know, you start as a, a consulting job here and there. And 2015 was my first hire. And, and now we're a team of five full-timers, a couple of part-timers, um, and going strong. That's amazing to hear, man. I love yeah. that. So tell me a little bit about uh, even prior to starting and your time in, in school in Michigan. So did you grow up in Dubai? And then what made you decide to do education or post-education in, uh, in the U.S.? So I, uh, no, I grew up in Jordan, actually, here in the oh, Middle East. Uh, so I finished my high school in Jordan. Um, and I wanted to do my undergrad in computer science. Uh, so I looked at different options. And um, uh, the U.S., of course, having a, a, a number of great universities and programs, my parents, or more specifically, my, my mom's uh, condition was, if I were to go there, I had to be around family. So my aunt lives out in, in uh, gotcha. Kalamazoo. And that was a natural choice. So that's how I ended up there. Amazing. And then did you study computer science in the U.S.? Is that yes, that's where I did my undergrad in computer science. Um, graduated in uh, yeah April of 2002. Um, and if you remember at the time, the, it was just after the dot-com crash. So as a fresh graduate with a computer science degree, I had to compete with over half a million laid-off personnel uh, from the IT sector looking for jobs. So it just didn't make sense for me to stay around. Um, packed up, headed to Dubai, and yep, been here since. Amazing. 
That's amazing. So tell me, did you ever venture north to Canada? Because that's where I reside. Because you're really close in Michigan. That's Windsor, just down the street. Yeah, I've been to Detroit a few times. I saw the borders, but unfortunately, I, I actually never made it across the border. Um, have quite a few friends, uh, Canadian friends here in Dubai. There's a large expat community from everywhere in the world. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's 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 still on my list to visit. Hopefully, once we're out of this, <laughs> these Pandemic. conditions and we can travel again, um, definitely we'll aim to make it there. That's amazing. So tell me a little bit about, um, you know, you growing up, right? Um, did you always want to be a business owner or were there people in your, I guess, circle, family, friends, community that really pushed you to become who you are today? Um, I wouldn't say we were pushed, uh, my brothers and I. So my father did start his own uh, software business in Jordan in the mid-90s. And that was prom probably my primary inspiration going into school um, or university is to, you know, get a computer science degree since it was a software warehouse, um, come back, work with my dad, help him out. So that was definitely part of it. But under no circumstances were we were we pressured into it. It's something I wanted to do, um, and yeah, just just built on top of it. So, did you return and help out your parents um, with um, the almost, family business? Yeah, <laughs> almost every summer I went back to Jordan, and and every summer I interned um, okay. and stayed there. Uh, so I, I did work over the summers, but what actually happened in 2005, after three years in Dubai, uh, my, that's when my father decided to open uh, the Dubai office for his software business. Um, and I ran, I joined initially, and then I ran the, the Dubai office of the software business for eight years after that. Amazing. So you uh, actually had a chance to oversee and hire people and run like processes and not at the beginning but yes eventually gotcha. <laughs> yes yes got got to that point uh, with so, time absolutely so did your your dad in particular like start you off right at the bottom and then get you going growing and learning all yep. the ropes to the trade pretty much pretty much um so yeah started off as product support um had a tech background of course so i could communicate with the with the developers and also, uh, um, you know, like a, a business requirements analyst, so gather what the clients wanted, sometimes provided some troubleshooting. Um, so it's just that technical communication back and forth, definitely a lot of uh, skills there, you know, because developers have their own language, they understand things <laughs> under certain, you know, requirements, but people who are using the software have a completely different, different set of um, yeah. requirements, even points of view. And aligning these two sides sometimes is a little bit tricky. So you just need to make sure that things are translated properly and, and uh, yeah, and done on time. No, that's amazing because I, I totally agree. Like people as, as users, um, we don't take the, the same terminology. We, we don't expect things. We just expect things done immediately. However, technical code and the developers, they understand what really goes on how long it really takes to implement yeah. any change right absolutely uh, so I, I get where you're coming from but I love the fact that you start off with like customer service or you know just dealing with the two sides right getting to know how things actually work as a business um, yeah. so I guess moving along like eight years working uh, in the Dubai office is that a point of where you actually help your 
company, like your dad's company with SEO as well? Like how did you oh, not get yet. into it? Okay. Not yet. So, so the software business was, was um, or still is actually still up and running, but its primary focus is money market software. Um, okay. So it's, it's uh, um, fund asset management trading platforms for stockbrokers, investment firms based in the Middle East. Okay. Um, but at that time, this was 2013, um, for me, it was, it was time to learn something new. So sometimes you become too comfortable in your zone. Um, and I think at that point, it was time for me to learn something new. I uh, had my conversation with, with my father. He was very supportive. He said, you know, you do whatever you want to do. So I stepped out of my role, handed everything back to the head office in Jordan. And um, that's when I went into the, the partnership uh, with two other individuals, uh, where it was a communications agency. So me coming from a tech slash finance background into communications, everything is just completely new. Um, the business was going really well, but, uh, but as I said, the main founder wanted to move back to the US. Um, and without her being on board, it's just not easy to to run something that you barely have any experience with. So, but it was there that I got exposed to, you know, digital marketing and more specifically SEO. Um, and as I said, it appealed to me and I just decided to, to follow that path on my own and it just grew from that point onwards. That's awesome. So I guess, um, was your dad very inspirational in for you to transition into like, your own kind of ventures because you saw growing up what it was like uh, to have control of your time or to have been freedom. Is that something oh, that you kind of your time? Oh man. Okay. <laughs> uh, he was very supportive. Absolutely. So, um, he, he said, I mean, you can do whatever you want to do. If you need anything, we're here to help you out. But if you want to figure things out, then yeah, by, by all means. So absolutely, the support was there. Um, and that provided me the freedom to, to make my own choices and, you know, do your own mistakes and hiccups and learn, <laughs> learn, learn on your own. Well, that's great to hear because a lot of people who are in their entrepreneurial journey, either doing bootstrapping or they're side hustling and trying to figure things out, right? They don't have the support. They don't understand yeah. what it takes. They don't have people that like a father figure or a mentor or a coach or someone that they could rely and bounce ideas off and like teach them the tricks, right? To the trade. So yeah. I love to hear like, for you, it was someone that was really part of your family that really helped you along the way because you know, a lot of people don't get it, right? Like they think, wow, you're the owner. You must have, you know, inherited all that or something. But really, it, it takes time because you started as, you know, customer service rep, right? Yeah, yeah. It definitely takes time. And I must say, you know, the, the, the grass is always greener on the other side. So when you're, when you're part of a, a, a corporate, you know, oh, look at these entrepreneurs, they have control over their time. You know, they do whatever they want, whenever they want, et cetera. When you start on your own, you're like, I need to figure out a fixed salary because you need to, you need to prospect, you need to build a pipeline, you need to pitch to build a, a you know, a deck, a, a proposal, close the contract, deliver and collect your payments. And if you have people on board, pay their salary. So it's just a completely different set of mental pressure, I guess. Um, and that's where the, you know, it's, it's, you always laugh for entrepreneurs. The, the, the grass is always greener on the other side, whether you're on this side or that. Um, but yeah, uh, it's 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 a definitely a learning curve, and I must say, when I started on my own here in Dubai, fifteen plus years ago, 
there was no ecosystem um, to help out people who were on their own, right? There mm. was there was nothing in terms of uh, mentors, incubators, um, even online. There's not much, but if you look at things today, um, even worldwide, there's just so many options, right? There there's online courses. There are a lot of mentors out there who are willing to help angel investors, incubators, um, etc. And I think it's just for the better because people and governments are realizing that you know that that's the future you know you you can definitely uh get a good section of your economy up and running um within the entrepreneurship space uh and provide good opportunities for a percentage of the population I, and i think uh over the last i would say five plus years um the acceleration of technology really helped elevate and scale and grow this whole incubation uh, incubators and you know support system right because it allows for people that to give back really right because um a lot of these people are here to support each other build a community build a tribe to help one another right and this is one of the reasons i have this podcast to really have a platform to help entrepreneurs get on with their journey and hopefully it's all about inspiring them to do good right so i i love the fact that you know if you are already or not i mean I love helping others and mentoring others because it gives me so much sense of like purpose and why I'm doing it. It's like giving me meaning, right? Yeah, so definitely. definitely. It, so it's part so of, rewarding. Um, so. Yeah, yeah. I, I am part of four or five um, other different uh, programs, uh, incubator slash mentorship programs, uh, where I help out other entrepreneurs, um, startups, because it's, it's a learning curve. Yeah, definitely. So growing up, did you ever want to, be like your dad or be a business owner? I don't think it was something I thought a lot about. You know, I know I wanted to get into tech, okay. um, but I had no idea what that was. Gotcha. And I mean, growing up in the 80s and 90s, just things changed so quickly if you look at it back now, right? So um, internet coming in mid 90s and it just skyrocketed from there. And even now, every, every couple of years, there's something completely new. Um, yeah, I know I wanted to be in tech. I I don't know if I had that for, foresight back then. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Like even growing up and now with technology, you don't even know what your career landscape journey will look like, right? Because each big corporation and company might be around or get bought out or sold or whatever. Like there's so much movement going on. It's not as stable as it once was when... I, I still love the olden days where maybe that was 10 years ago because technology has advanced so quickly. Like olden days for us is like pre-internet <laughs> because yep. without, like think about how much has advanced with Google and advancements of technology, smartphones, right? Yep. Like it's, it's crazy how powerful it is today, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so if you can uh, give me some... Um, can you give me some examples of some of the biggest challenges that you've faced over the last couple of years running your own agency? Um, because I would love to hear um, how you overcame them. Oh man, <laughs> I think um, honestly, I think it's a it's a you know it's never ending. Learning is a is lifelong journey, right? Um, and as an entrepreneur, people start because they're good at 
something, you know, they're good at technically they're good at something, whether this be SEO or accounting or whatever it is, you're good at that particular thing. However, that does not make you good at creating and running a business. So, um, I, I mean, I just had to learn a lot either from people around or from reading, um, other getting touch or creating groups with other, with other startup owners or other entrepreneurs. Um, and I think just transitioning from a, from a one man business to a, to a business, just letting go and learning how to delegate, how to build internal processes, how to hold your staff accountable, um, you know, having your, your monthly reviews, your six month reviews, your, um, reporting structure. It's just, it's, it's a shift, you know, it's a, it's a shift in your mentality and I can say it's, it's still going. It's not something I've mastered, not even close, but being aware of this and striving towards that is probably um, the biggest shift I can say over the last three, four years is moving, growing the team, delegating more, um, building, again, building processes so that you can scale your business. It's not you doing everything all the time. You have to, you know, delegate and trust um, the people on board, um, set expectations properly, um, and the list goes on. Um, yeah, it, and then looking at different sides of, of the business. So, again, as an entrepreneur, you at first you're in the business, but you, there comes a point where you have to pull yourself out and start working on the business. Um, and again, there are just so many good references and books out there that can help that journey out. Um, but the sooner you make that realization, the better off you'll be in, in not being overwhelmed um, and working seven days a week and, you know, getting burnt out or anything. I think it's just finding that balance. Uh, yeah, building, building out that balance would be the, the best advice I can give. Yeah, I think the biggest challenge is everyone puts a lot of pressure on themselves as a solopreneur or an entrepreneur. And early days, if they don't reach out for support, it's a very lonely space. They get, they stressed out themselves out, trying to learn other skill sets that they're not strong at, or they have no desire of actually learning themselves. So the sooner you branch off and outsource or hire VAs or understand like other people that you can trust and hold them accountable and delegate, all that stuff is so unbelievably powerful, especially if you're looking to grow and scale business, right? Yeah, um, so I, I love the fact that at least over the last seven years, like that's how I long I started my, my agency as well. But I've learned, I've grown, I continually make mistakes and it's okay because yeah. it's a journey, right? Yeah. Um, but people are very short term and in terms of like, they want and expect things right away because yeah of what's going on in the world today. Like social media, I think, has transformed people's reaction to everything to be instant, all right? From Twitter yeah. feeds to, you know, any post or share or comment. It's like, if you don't respond within two hours, I'm going somewhere else, Yep. right? But honestly, I, I, I slow things down and I'm like, mm. if they're really serious, then they'll understand like, life is not, it's not the end of the world. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but even like as a business owner, you know, you need to grow as well, right? Like I've learned over the years, I overreacted a lot of times because as an owner, now you feel like your name's on the line, your brand's on the line. And if you don't 
take care of them, they may leave. But then it's, it's also like coming to a realization that it's okay if they leave, as long as you did your best and you're, you know, just being transparent with everything, it's fine, right? Yeah, yeah. I think at the end, you can never please everybody. It's just not possible. So there will come circumstances where you won't be able to meet expectations or their expectations are unrealistic, whatever that that case may be. But I, I think you just need to be okay with believing that you delivered everything that you could believe to, to the best of your ability. And if you're working by that motto or the, you know, just following that in terms of a work ethic, then letting go shouldn't be that difficult. Um, yeah. Don't beat yourself too hard when things happen like this, because they, they do inevitably they do. Exactly. And I think over the course of the years, uh, once you realize who your real customers are, the ones that you want to go after, and that profile, like the avatar, you know, we talk about that a lot in the SEO world. Um, mm-hmm. It's all about like trying to attract more of them and everyone else. It's okay, right? Like there's other companies that will serve them better than you are be- because you don't really, you know, that your expertise and your focus is to deliver on the type of people you want to attract, right? Yeah. Um, so you can't be best for everyone. Just be the best for the, your tribe, right? Yeah. Definitely. Um, so advice wise, um, I know there were challenges over the years, um, but in terms of advice that people are maybe just starting off, what would you kind of give them? Because it is a very lonely journey out there for a lot of entrepreneurs. <laughs> um, so starting, starting as a business owner, I'd say one is there's, there are a lot of good books out there that I wish I picked them up earlier than I did. Um, so that, I mean, so something like, Emith or um, uh, lately I've been just read uh, Deep Work and Getting Things Done. Um, Those are actually really, really good books to start off with. Another thing I did is I I joined um, BNI, Business Network International. Um, So it's a referral marketing platform. I'm pretty sure, yeah, they are in in Canada. They're in 70 plus countries worldwide. Um, But it's most of the people there are business owners. Um, So initially, of course, the reason I joined was to get business, was to, you know, to to grow my business. I've been a member there for over five years. But what keeps me there is the value of the network. So after the first couple of years, there were four other business owners and myself that we got together and decided to create the mastermind. Um, And we started really asking each other, digging each other, um, or let me rephrase that. We, we, we started acting as shareholders to each other's businesses, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, like, what is your pipeline like? Why are your collections so late? And we'd be harsh on either. We still are. That We've been going on for a few years. But I think that group um, really helped put things in focus because you need to snap out of working in the business to working on the business. And you need to do this with people you trust. Um, and trust doesn't come overnight. It's people that you know, you're, intact, you're in contact with on a, on a constant basis. Um, you know them pretty well. And 
both all sides involved are very comfortable sharing because as this relationship progresses, you start sharing more and more details about your business. You can, you know, open up your books and your financials and your balance sheets and, you know, your pipelines and stuff like that. Um, but taking a step back, I think it's crucial to surround yourself with other entrepreneurs um, and start some sort of group in that aspect or along these lines where you hold each other accountable. You just need to meet once a month, but hold each other accountable to working on the business. And you can start very simple, but I think that that exercise of you snapping out of working in the business, especially at the beginning, to focusing on what you want to do on the long term, to focusing on building a marketing plan, on, on, on your financials, on building a pipeline, um, paying attention to your collections, because a lot of times you really, you know, payments can get delayed and before you know it's end of the month and you have credit card bills to settle or rent or salaries and suddenly there's no cash in your, in your, in your bank account. So what do you do? So just keeping an eye on all these different things that, as I said in the beginning, when most entrepreneurs go into in business, they're good at one thing. They're good at, you know, delivering whatever it is they started the business for, but usually they're not good at running a business and to run a business, there's all these different elements and you'll be surprised to learn how, <laughs> how many uh, of the same mistakes everybody does, you know, so you learn from each other. Um, and I think that's very valuable as you build your entrepreneurial um, journey, as you start building up your business. That's, a, that's amazing to hear because it all boils down to like relationships and people that you can trust and share insights with and building a community, a tribe, right? Um, but it takes time. And, you know, when you're starting off, like I said, it's very lonely, but there's entrepreneurs out there and business owners that are there to support one another. We're all in it together. We have the same focus and goal, which is, you know, yes, you want to support a community, your personal, you know, cause, right? You're selling a product or service, do the best you can. But there's also a group of business owners in, within that. And we're always, always looking out for the best interests of each other. And in particular, this whole SEO world that we live in, me and yourself, as well as uh, thousands of others, we're here for the sole reason of taking care of business owners and helping them succeed in this digital landscape, right? And yeah. That's the pure reason why we're in business. If we didn't have this real expectation of helping, then we wouldn't be doing what we'd be doing, right? Yeah. So um, I, I love hearing like that support system, that mastermind. And it all starts with either BNI or joining a Facebook group or going to a live conference or networking group or talking to your accountant, talking yeah. to your you know, neighbor, right? If you're a bricks yep. and mortar, anything yep. to get the ball rolling because it's all about opening up that communication and don't be scared of reaching out to people because that's one thing a lot of entrepreneurs are afraid of, right? Yep. They're like afraid of being judged about success, how they're doing, you know, on the outside, it may look good, but on the inside, like financial, it could be horrible. Right. Yeah, so, that's that's definitely true. Absolutely. So Absolutely. you need to reach out, and for for a lot of people, it's like opening up, being honest, being transparent. Because look, if you're not three six months down the road, you might not be in business again, and then you're going to regret and you know figure out like yeah. I should have done this. Well, don't figure you know should have just do it. Right. Go out and do something about it. That's awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And and it opens up. So once you're in those circles with other entrepreneurs, you know, you, you start getting in contact with business coaches, bigger mastermind groups. Um, and it, it just leads to better and better networking. And with that comes more learning on, again, just snapping out of running in the business and, and, and moving into the position where you work on the business and grow the business. And you're surrounding yourself with like-minded people that are looking to also grow and scale their business or be successful or always learn, right? So it's all about your core group of people that you spend the most time with. So if you spend your time with, you know, people that are successful, then ultimately you want to be like them as well, right? So. It's, it's great. Um, so in terms of, I know you run an agency, how has technology transformed your business over the last couple of years? Um, well, there are a number of, number of aspects to it. So one is the, the team uh, and the communications. Uh, so we use Slack a lot. We use project management tools such as Asana. First, we started off with Trello. Then now it's more on, on the Asana side. Um, more and more getting into automation and machine learning. So as things progress um, and technology moves, you have to adapt to it. Um, otherwise, you know, you're you're especially in our space, you're you're left behind, right? Um, so yeah, it, it it in terms of productivity tools, in terms of deliverables, looking at how to do the things that you do better, um, and how to scale up because some of the websites that we work with are tens, if not hundreds, of thousands of of pages, and you can't do this on a manual human possible. You can't load them into Excel and go one row at a time. You, you need to figure out your, your patterns and your filters and your scripts and, and more recently machine learning um, into that. So, yeah. No, that's amazing because as you know, this world we live in is evolving so quickly, right? And if you don't adapt to the change, um, you're going to be left behind, right? And there's always tools, software, equipment, um, you know, just technology, um, and, and we revisit our stack every six months, right? Because it's so imperative. Um, and you, you should do like demos to see what the newest features are in your existing stack. Because even if you're venturing off to new ones um, and doing demos, you can always ask your existing, are you gonna start implementing these features? Because I've been going to these demos and they have already incorporated and I think it's very valuable, right? Yeah. So if you don't do something, I'm moving over kind of thing. Yeah, so it's, it's interesting because we, as SEOers, we're on top of technology, but a lot of business owners are very, I guess, uh, delayed in reaction. They're reactive versus proactive, right? And we're trying to always be better and do better and be more efficient, save time, be, you know, it's all about like cost savings and time, right? So but we live in a different world. <laughs> um, so in terms of like, you mentioned you started networking through BNI. Was this live events or was this through Zoom or digital? Oh, yeah. It's, it's, um, so it's a, it's a referral. As I said, it's a, it's a referral marketing platform um, based on chapters. And you actually physically meet every uh, week. Um, okay, and perfect. we start really early in the morning. Um, and as I said, out of BNI, I, you just meet so many different types of businesses 
um, and business owners. So through that, I also joined another networking group. It's, it's closer to a mastermind, a bigger mastermind group called Decentive. Um, I know they're also in different parts of the world. Um, but it comes down to that, is, is networking with like-minded people where you're, you take a step back, you have that level of trust, you can share your issues, you can share some challenges, and you hear from other business owners on how or what they think and how um, or what kind of solutions they had and how they surpass these challenges. Yeah, I, I think that's the big thing, like just being committed, one, first off, and surround yourself with people that are also looking to be committed, right, yeah. and successful, and they'll do whatever it takes. They're probably in the same kind of playing field as you, like they are at the same stages, right? And that's important as well. Either same sector, same niche, or same stage because of value, right? Valuation of your company in terms of revenue. So you wanna you know, surround yourself with people alike so that you can grow together, get to know Definitely. them and evolve together. So that's awesome. Um, do you still, do you do like conferences as well? Like do you go on- Right now conference? everything's virtual. Okay. So at the moment, everything moved to online and Zoom. Um, I think it'll still be a few more weeks or a couple more months, maybe. I, God knows. But yeah, everything's virtual at the moment. That's awesome. And then uh, in terms of like, where, where do you see yourself go like from here? Now that you're a business owner, um, you've been doing this for multiple years. Um, what, what does success look like? And what, what really drives you today? Um, <laughs> so uh, I, I see this uh, WebQuest growing as an agency based in Dubai. I see WebQuest being the, the agency in the region, especially when it comes to Arabic SEO. Um, so everything when it comes to online, uh, in terms of even content, Arabic is far behind most of the other uh, major languages in the world. So I think there's a big opportunity there as well, especially now that more and more um, international brands are pay paying more attention to their online presence in Arabic. Um, so there's a lot there. And also the, the startup scene in the region is, has really picked up over the years. So there's hunger for everything digital. So mm. um, yeah, I'm, I'm very optimistic. Uh, about the the, the future, um, where I see myself as well. So after, w as I'm running this, I see myself starting something something new within the same space as well, very soon. Um, also related to to SEO and Arabic SEO as well. Um, main driver, honestly, is 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 my family more than anything else, right? So. Um, expecting expecting a baby in in three and a half months. That's a big driver. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's, that's mainly how it is. That's amazing. And I, I think that's, you know, goal setting, right? You, you have your own personal goals and your family goals, right? And your personal goals. And if you have a key driver like marriage or family responsibility, children, or you have parents that you want to take care of, like all these are pillars that you need to really establish and figure out because if you don't have these goals and what, why are you working? Like what is the purpose of it? Right. All. Oh, so you need to have like bigger goals. And I love hearing that. Like, you know, I have a young child. So for me, it's like making sure that he's on a well foot ground where 
he's brought up well, he understands, you know, right and wrong. And just as a parent, you do the best you can to hopefully do something that matters and has an impact, right? Yeah, so, definitely. definitely. Um, so, and, and in terms of community wise, I know you mentioned you were now doing some mentoring as well. So how has that played a huge role in your, you know, business and your, your life now? I think it's an essential part because of the pain I went through <laughs> when I was on my own. Um, there really wasn't a lot in terms of mentoring options out there 10, 15 years ago, almost nothing. So yeah, for me, it's, I'd like to help out because I know how ugly it is when you're on your own and trying to figure things out, you know? Um, so that's where I stand. So I do mentoring when it comes to digital marketing and SEO startups, um, and always advocate to goal setting, you know, broaden your network, set up some, some sort of mastermind groups with people that you trust other business owners. It's crucial because as you progress and as they all progress, you'll just help each other out. It, it's not a smooth That's drive all the time. You will hit some road bumps and you need people around you that you trust and co can go, you know, seek advice or help or, you know, just bounce ideas off every now, now and then. It's, it's much better than having everything play out in your head. No, it's amazing to hear because I love, you know, the fact that we give back, right? As much as we can, either time or monetary, but I think the big thing is support, right? And people value that more than ever. Like you can just buy stuff for people, but they don't get true value from it, right? Um, so if you actually commit time to really help them, it goes a long way and is memorable as well. And they'll see and hopefully remember that more than just buying stuff for them, right? Yep. Um, so thanks a lot. I really appreciate your time. Um, how can you know, listeners get a hold of you, reach out to your business and connect with you? Absolutely, thanks, John. So I'm uh, on LinkedIn, uh, Mazen Alul. Um, I'm also on Twitter, at Mazen Alul, or um, our website is webquestseo.com. Um, so you can figure that out or, or connect there. Um, everything's online, you can fill out a form. But yeah, for, personally, I'm, I'm very active on uh, LinkedIn and Twitter more than anything else. Amazing. Yeah, I'll have all your details on the show notes. Um, it was a lot of fun getting to know Excellent. you. This is my first time uh, interviewing someone out in United Emirates. Um, nice. <laughs> and I know it was one of the places I do want to visit when it's a little bit cooler because I hear it's really hot out there. So <laughs> yeah, so I would say avoid June to October. Oh. Second half of October is fine. But the rest of the year is beautiful. Um, so yeah, um, November, December, all the way. January, February, a little bit cooler. Nothing like, probably it's like your spring, you know, not even. Oh, wow. <laughs> but the, the rest of the year is, is really nice. Um, and there is a lot to see and a lot to do. So um, I'd be more than happy to show you around if you make it out here. Yeah, it's one of those places that for sure in my bucket list. I, I do want to travel a lot of places in the world. So definitely I'll hit you up. Thanks a lot, Mazin. Sounds good. Thank you. All right, John. All the best, man. All right. Cheers. Thank you for listening to our latest podcast. Please subscribe to Local SEO Today and tune in to our next episode.